Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Tom. And we're Booksmen. Tom! Yeah. Here we go. It's time for the meat and potatoes. This is episode two of Al Huxley's... Allie Hux wrote a classic, a class act, Allie Hux is. <laughs> Brave New World. Ooh, it's the bravest. Have you ever seen a braver world than <laughs> Tim, this did one? Did you read the book? <laughs> Tom, yeah, I read the book. Once I read again, chapter you seem five. Like you're... I read chapter six. Right. I read chapter seven. Guess what? Hmm. Chapter eight as well. Well, it checks out. How else could you have known that this book has uh, <sighs> sequentially numbered d- chapters? Yeah, or the table of contents. <laughs> you know, or maybe the book ends in chapter seven, and I'd be like, "Aha!" Well, you wouldn't know. I could have looked at the table of contents. Yeah, but you didn't. No, I didn't. This could all be a sham, Tom. There might not even be a book called Brave New World by Allie Hux. I didn't even look at the cover. I don't even know what's on the cover. Ooh, you'd like the cover. Yeah? What's on there? Centerfold? Does this book have a centerfold? I haven't gotten to the middle yet. (laughs) I actually have. Yeah, you're just at the middle. So, Tim, bad news. I don't think this book has a centerfold. Oh, brother. That'd be nice if books had centerfolds, huh? Get kids reading. So this book is from the early 30s, Tom. Yeah, so it'd be like a real prude centerfold. Yeah. Be uh, ooh, look at her. Hey, look at uh, the bottom of her calves. Well, you're a real perv, Tom. You can can do (laughs) that. Yeah, I can still. I can find a way. Yeah. Uh, Tom? Yeah. uh, This book was going along, and then... It stopped. Now it kept going. <laughs> okay. Look, I, I, there was a pretty, uh, a big twist that was disappointing to me. All right, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember uh, the, what what we discussed from the first four chapters? Yeah, I hate this part of the show. Yeah, right. It's like a test. I know, yeah. and I love doing it to you. <laughs> um, and I don't even know if people like this. The previously on. Well, you did uh, one or Leave two a sentences. Comment whether or not you like one it. or two sentences. They're in a world a... nobody fucks anymore. No, what? that's all. Oh, they yeah, do. no, they fuck, but they don't make babies. Yeah, they're all yeah, wearing rubbers. <laughs> rubbers. <laughs> they're all wearing rubbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very inside joke about uh, Julia Roberts' accent and Steel Magnolias when she s- says the word rubbers. Uh Maybe you should go listen to Pop Everything's Dolly Parton episode. Yeah, yeah, you ever think of true. that, guys? Uh, so presumably, the, did they get into the birth control? Because this is before like the pill and everything. Yeah, there's so. lots of contraceptive uh, situations going on. Oh, really? Yeah. I would assume that based on the fact that like nobody has kids in this, right, in this Brave New World, that it's like, no, there's like a 100% effective contraceptive. There no, That's there's like only only I think twenty percent of women have the ability to have children in this world. Oh, so has it been like genetically engineered? Yeah. Did they even know what genes were back then? Yeah, it's, Tom. Yeah, but back then they called them dungarees, dungaroos, dunkaroos. Are you drunk? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so yeah, everybody's fucking all the time, but they're not making babies. Uh, they make babies in machines. Yeah, labs. Hatcheries. Yeah. Uh, but there's a woman 
and a man, and they don't know each other yet, or they kind of know each other. They've been on a date. Yeah. And they made plans for a second date. Actually, a trip. Uh, yeah, but they, they haven't. Lenina or Lenina, I think. Yeah. Let's call Lenina, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Bernard Marx. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they they haven't uh, done the horizontal mambo. Yeah, they have. They did. Yeah, that's you all people are doing that. all the time. Well, you we we they didn't tell us that yet. Well, we knew that they had gone out together. Oh, but I thought it was like this is how you know they like each other because they haven't done it. No, 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 Tom. Everybody has to do it all the time. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> and they like doing it. Yeah, what's not to like? Well. Bernard Marx has some qualms. Yeah. Was he a prude? Nah, I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. All right. It. So, uh, yeah. So, remember when Bernard went and found uh, his his friend who's, like, big and handsome and stuff? Yeah. Like, uh, what was his name? Uh, Hel- Helmholtz. Yeah, Helmholtz. So, they were doing that. He's real confident. Yeah. Um. And they they went and were talking like, isn't it? Don't you think that there's more to life than this? And they were like having a secret conversation about how life could be more and like feelings should be more or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Bernard Marx is like, I think I hear somebody eavesdropping, but nobody was there. Yeah. So anyway, that same night, Lenina, 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 <laughs> we'll just call her. Tim, uh, I think this is maybe the tenth time you've said we'll just call her, and then every time she comes up, she goes with this guy Henry. Who's mm-hmm. like this normal guy, and the, you know, uh, everybody's going out with everybody and having sex all the time, mm-hmm. and they go and play obstacle golf. Whoa! Yeah, the, and everybody's taking a helicopter everywhere, flying over the city, uh, and uh, they go and play obstacle golf, and then uh, they're like, "Oh, the obstacle golf is over!" Like they make everybody Wait, leave. But what's obstacle golf? It's some. It's like golf, but with a lot more like equipment and stuff. Like to, American Gladiators. I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah, he says American <laughs> Glad. Well, Nitro <laughs> is in it. Nitro and Ice are there, but they don't specifically say it's American Gladiators. Right, because of you probably know, rights issues. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, read between the lines. You yeah. got you got Ice. And he's got a tennis ball machine gun shooting him at people. Look, this book is cool and it's like smart and stuff. Uh-huh. But then they take a helicopter and they go, uh, they go past actually where uh, they cremate people, the crematorium. They, yeah, yeah, and they uh, like catch the gases and like re, uh, like put it in the plants or whatever. Like they're like, <laughs> oh, we we use everything, even in death, uh, where right. we're contributing to the circle of life, and <laughs> which is like kind of cool, right? Like uh, it did. It, we, we give we give the smoke from the burning bodies to the plants. No, no, no. But like they separate the, uh, the smoke or whatever the, the useful parts, and it's kind of like you know what they're doing uh, down at the waste treatment plant. Um, mm-hmm. They're taking compost, yeah, and they're letting it uh, decay, right? And they're catching the, the gas, the gas, natural gas. Yeah, and they're using that as natural gas. So like it, it it's like kind of pre say like. Yeah, you know uh, you can get. Allie Hux is like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna start doing stuff like that, and he was right. Do you know there's there's a thing you can buy? I forget what it's called, but it's basically like a backyard, like off the grid compost. Like it's almost like a tent. It's like a big balloon, but like as things compost, it captures all that gas and it gives you a line, and you can just use that gas. That's like, 
like cooking gas or, or I guess presumably heating gas too. That's cool. Yeah, but it's like a totally off the grid. Like it's cool. Like it looks like a like a little bounce castle. Do you compost, Tom? Uh, I don't. Uh, there's not compost pickup around here. You know what you could do? Keep it in your freezer. Bring it to the farmers market every week. They do compost pickup uh, nearby. Yeah, but I like to put my compost in the landfill. Why? <laughs> it helps fill the land, ah, brother. So anyway, uh, they leave that, and they're they're flying around in a helicopter, and then they're like, "Let's go to let's go out dancing." Nice. And everybody's doing yeah, but he's probably like, "Oh, they're doing the new Charleston." Yeah. Uh, oh, believe me, <laughs> Tom. They're all dancing to get this synthetic music. What? Which back then it was like, and you know what instruments they were playing? What? Saxophones. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And this is what I'm saying. This book is like smart and prescient and like well written. But also it's like, yeah, and they're playing saxophones. Wow. Well maybe he <laughs> And is... like the guy's name is Marx and this yeah. lady's name is Lennon. Uh but maybe, you know, he's just he's predicting a future that's yet yet to come. Yeah. Yeah, that's on us that we haven't I- invented the saxophone oh, yet. Oh, I've, I've, I've dreamed about saxophones. <laughs> what all is the night. saxophone? Is it just like moan? It's just a saxophone with a dick coming out of it. Oh, well, that doesn't sound... Um, they're all sounds taking, like, if anything, did it I mention, muffle the noise. Did I mention Soma last week? Mm, S-O-M-A? I, I don't think Soma. so. It's a, it's a drug that they're always taking, and it makes them happy. So, like, anytime anybody starts to feel feelings or start to feel sad, they're like, have some of this. It will make you instantly happy. That sounds like a great world. Right? Sometimes (laughs) I'm I'm like, you know, what's so... Oh, look at this hellscape where everybody's happy and having sex all the time, listening to saxophone music. And get this, Bernard... (laughs) Playing American Gladiators with their friends. Oh, so uh, they're all taking Soma, and then uh, they're dancing to the synthetic music and the saxophones, and then uh, Mm. Lenina and Henry, they go back to Henry's place, and they have sex. Nice. She remembers to take her contraceptive measures. Okay. They um, get into what that is. No, um, and the reason she knew that because they're uh, they uh, while you're growing up, they uh, uh, while you're sleeping, they they put uh, messages in your head all the time to tell you to take contraceptives. Yeah, pretty much, and that like. Uh, remember, there's the different strata of people, right? Yeah. So the a- alphas down to the epsilons, right? Mm-hmm. And like the alphas. The different are... fraternities. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, so this guy, Bernard, he leaves his friend. He's oh. like, I got to go. Every other week I had to go to this religious service on, on uh, I think it's Wednesday night. But they don't call it a religious service. Right. They call it a, a group sing. Okay. He goes and there's 12 people there and, and a singing master or whatever. <laughs> and they all have to sit. Uh, Does he call it a singing master? Something like that, or like the leader, lead singer or something. Okay. So I make sure that's not what you think. I mean, <laughs> I think that's what... And uh, they had to sit in a circle, uh, like uh, man, woman, man, woman, uh, and they had to sing these songs. And he's... Uh, Bernard's like not feeling it, but like he has to pretend, and like they right. all sing like essentially like religious songs about Henry Ford, who's their god. Yeah. Um. And, like, the afterlife and stuff. And he's all mad because he's sitting next to some lady with a unibrow or whatever. <laughs> um, and then, like, they're singing, and then people start standing up, and they're like, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. And he lies. He stands up. He's like, I'm feeling it. And then they all start uh, 
uh, chanting orgy, porgy, orgy, porgy, <laughs> and then they all just have sex. Even the woman with the unibrow? Yeah, everybody. Oh, Everybody's having sex in an orgy. Orgy, that's the porgy. End of, that's the end of chapter five. Orgy, porgy doesn't sound... Like, I wouldn't want to be involved in an orgy that yeah. starts with people chanting orgy, porgy. That doesn't sound like a very sexy <laughs> orgy at all. So, uh, Lenina is is like, okay, Bernard has asked me to go to New Mexico with him on, uh, on a trip. They have a New Mexico in this book. Yeah, Tom, guess what? It's the same as our current day New Mexico. Al Huxley uh, predicted it. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Talk another one up to Al Huxley. Uh, and uh, so she's like, all right, I'm going to go on this trip. I don't know. This guy's a weirdo. And she thinks back to the other time she went out, their first date. Mm-hmm. And like she was, uh, she was all trying to do stuff and be like, "Isn't aren't things beautiful?" And he's just like, ah, "Aren't you like lonely and sad all the time? Isn't life bad?" And she's like, "No, no, no. Take some soma. You'll feel better." And he's like, "I don't want to take that shit." And then he pilots his uh, helicopter over like uh, the English Channel, uh-huh. and but like it's during a storm, and he's just like watching the waves. And she turns on the radio. He's like, "Turn off the radio. I just want to look at the." The, the water in peace. Wow, what a nice date. Yeah, it was a pretty <laughs> bad date. And they uh, she's like, all right, let's go back to your place. And he's like, fine, I'll take some fucking Soma. And then so uh, he takes the heavy pill and they have sex. Yeah. And then the next day Sounds she's like- a hell of a lot better than looking at fucking waves. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day they go to work and she's like, oh, I'm glad uh, I had a nice time last night. I'm glad that happened. He's like, yeah, I had a nice time except for when we had sex. <laughs> oh, sick burn. He's like, I wish we didn't do that. And his thing was like, uh, he's just like, oh, I would, I mean, just not the first. This is the first time we've ever been out together. Like he's thinking like uh, he's getting ideas in, in his head like uh, like uh, modern people have. Yeah. Or people had in the 30s where it's like. Don't have sex with people on the first date. Right. Just, just have sex with people at religious yeah. services. Right. <laughs> so uh, he, uh, well, he didn't want to do that either. He right. wants to make, he wants to have an emotional connection with somebody and fall in love. You so, can do that and still have sex, you prude. All right, so here's where they lose me, Tom. Uh-huh. Where he wants to go, where he's going to go in New Mexico, mm-hmm. is the Savage Reservation. Uh-oh. <laughs> And I guess in 1931, he thought, uh, Al, Al Huxley thought, like, in uh, 150 years in the future, they'd sp- still be calling Native <laughs> Americans savages. Yeah. And this is where I was like, ah, I thought I was going to get through this whole book, this old book, without some <laughs> fucking... Racist pro- bullshit. Yeah, it's like, uh, j- coming off of And Then There Were None, <laughs> which, yeah. which w- the title was... It's like, ah, uh, can can we can we get through one of these old books without some horribly, <laughs> or the casual anti-Semitism of the Great Gatsby? That <laughs> right, just, just one book. Yeah, <sighs> and they're all things that like have nothing to do with the rest of the story. Yeah, so he has to go get permission from the director of the hatchery. Okay, he has to get them him to sign off on uh, like his I guess vacation request. Okay. And the the guy, boy, uh, the more things yeah. change, the more they say the same, huh? Yeah, and the and the director was like, "Okay, I'll sign this." Uh, yeah, and then he like accidentally tells the story. He's like, "Yeah, you don't want to go there. I went there one time, and I brought this lady with me. We're walking around. We had to like climb these mountains and stuff. It was like 
you know, they live like savages over there. Right? It's his words, not mine. Like, and then, uh, well, they call it the Savage Lands, right? Yeah, the so, Savage Reservation. Yeah, well, I mean, him saying they live like savages is like, well, it's right there in the title. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I went with this lady. I was seeing this lady. I was going, or, you know, nobody goes steady in these. They're just, you know, everybody's just promiscuous. He's yeah. like, this lady, I couldn't find her, and I looked around for her, and eventually it was time to come home, so I just left. Oh, and he's like, I shouldn't have told you that, huh? Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I've, I've, I heard about, like, what you're doing in your personal time. Like, uh, you're not being promiscuous <laughs> enough, essentially. Uh, He's like, you know, you, you got to play by the rules in this brave new world. Uh, you got to be promiscuous. Uh, if you don't shape up, I'm going to have you transferred to Iceland, and that's like a bad thing. Right. It's not like Iceland now, which is right. Like, hey, well, this sweet. is pre-Bjork. Yeah, so everybody's like, oh, no, there's no culture there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there was not even a, a joke made about the swan dress, if you can imagine. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I should be off to Iceland. You're going to have to wear the swan dress. Yeah. And Bernard's like, you know what? This guy's not going to send me to Iceland. Fuck it. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Everybody cool it. He's like, I'm happy. I'm going to go on my trip, and I'm going to like live off the land for a little bit. Because that's all he wants. He wants a simple life, right? Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, he and Lenina, they, they, they fly to New Mexico, mm-hmm. um, and there's a warden there of the, of, of the reservation mm-hmm. that they have to meet with. And the warden's like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna freak out a little bit. People here live in families. They've like <laughs> married, uh, women have babies out of their bodies and they breastfeed them. Ew. And he's like, this is going to disgust you. This is going to offend you. Look, you just got to go with it. And the whole time he's talking, Bernard's thinking, I left uh, my uh, my faucet that uh, uh, cologne comes out of <laughs> running. <laughs> right? Because it's a brave new world. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's the weirdest prediction of the future I've ever heard, that you would have a faucet that cologne comes out so he's like the whole time you can't regardless of how things change in the future you don't need that much cologne that a faucet's necessary look man uh a milk faucet sure oh of course an alcohol faucet sure cologne is the liquid even if you're wearing too much cologne it is still the the liquid you use the least, and would, would therefore have the least need for a faucet. Anyway, he's like, I gotta get out of here and call Helmholtz oh, and tell him my, to get over my place and turn yeah, off my, that oh, faucet. Oh, my cologne bill's gonna be through the that's, roof. That's, that's what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he calls Helmholtz and he's like, Oh, okay, uh, yeah, go turn it. He's like, I'll turn it off. Oh, guess what? I heard. I'm imagining this a faucet like a like a faucet in a bathtub too, where it's like a. Big thick faucet. I think so. He's going through gallons of cologne every. I mean, minute. he's doing the math in his head. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Helmholtz is like, "Can oh, you get different colognes for the cologne?" They didn't fucking look, mention Tim. It. The same way you want the Harry Potter books to go more into what the schools are like. <laughs> I want to learn more about the cologne faucet. What if you get tired of a certain scent? Does everybody have the same scent, or you do have a separate line of cologne going yeah. to your apartment? So. uh you ever wear cologne? Sometimes I wear aftershave. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. I wear aftershave sometimes. It smells nice. I, I don't get compliments. shave. Well, you gotta shave your neck. Shave my ass. <laughs> yeah, put some aftershave on it. I, I, uh, sometimes I put a nice balm on it. 
gross. Uh, so he calls up Helmholtz. He's like, yeah, I'll turn off your faucet. But guess what? Uh, I also heard you're going to get transferred to Iceland. Yeah. And uh, Where, Bern- Reykjavik? I don't know. And Bernard's like, oh, fuck. That's now, I don't actually want to go there. Yeah. So he's like, ah, oh, god damn it. My life sucks. Yeah. It's like, I'm lonely. I'm sad all the time. I just want to feel feelings, but like My nobody fucking cologne bills through the roof. This nobody month. in this brave new world feels feelings. Yeah, he laments that fact. Um, so the next chapter, chapter seven, uh, pilot brings them into uh, the reservation, mm-hmm. drops them off, and leaves. But he has some reservations about bringing them in. Nah, he's just like, oh, I'll be back. <laughs> Don't worry. These guys won't like kill you. They're they're peaceful, but um, peaceful. You're gonna have to walk around and stuff, and uh-huh. you're not accustomed to walking around and stuff. Yeah. Is there a fat in this brave new world? No, they probably no. got like anti fat yeah. pills. Yeah, or and when you're when uh, you start to age, they switch out your blood and keep your enzymes at the level so you never age physically past like age thirty until nice. you die, and then you just die, and they burn you up. Yeah. And capture your gases and give them to the plants. <laughs> cool. Anyway, it's a brave new world, Dom. Uh, Doesn't so, sound bad. So they they go there, and uh, Lenina's like, "This place fucking sucks. People walking around. It's hot. I've had to climb. There's dirt everywhere. There's bugs everywhere. It's disgusting." <laughs> uh, and then they watch this uh, this religious ceremony that's kind of. A cross between like a Native American ritual and mm-hmm. a Christian thing. They're making the sign of the cross, but they're also doing like, uh, like tribal dances with like drums and stuff. Yeah. Are they in America during this? Cause yeah, I they're forgot, in New Mexico. Oh, right. Yeah. But the rest of the story is based in London. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it took them six hours to fly there. Wow. Um, and then they watch a lady breastfeed, uh, and they're like, oh, this is so fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, Tom, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and also, it's a little bit unbelievable because, like, if these people are all having sex all the time, they're, they're getting into wacky stuff. Maybe. Like, they're seeing human things happening. Like what? Like, they're seeing bodily fluids and stuff. Like, I feel like breastfeeding wouldn't be that gross. No, the fact that it's like a... Oh, like a baby? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because they encourage the kids to play sex games, too. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> world dumb. Uh, and so, anyway, at the end of this uh, religious ritual, they do a blood sacrifice, and they just whip this kid on his back oh. till he bleeds... And they squeeze the blood onto these snakes. <laughs> um, All right. And then there's this this boy there. His name's John. It turns out, and he's like, oh, he's on like a balcony somewhere. He's like, I can't believe uh, I couldn't be a part of the blood sacrifice. He's like, uh, you know, I, I, I want to. Like, he's just like, I feel lonely. And I just want to feel feelings or something. Mm-hmm. And Bernard's like, me too. And so he's talking to this kid, and he's like, yeah, meet my mom. And they're white people, right? And everybody else is kind of uh, Native American, right? He's like, what's your deal? And uh, his mom is some dirty lady, and she has blonde <laughs> hair. Uh-huh. And she's like, and Lenina's just like, ugh, her fucking, uh, she's covered in flies, and her fingernails are all black from dirt. Yeah. She smells real bad. And she's like, yeah, I used to be in your brave new world. 
And some guy left me here. Oh, it's like, the guy. Oh, shit, it's that lady who disappeared. And yeah. basically, uh, she's hey, like- Hey, you were dating my boss. And she's like, she fell and hit her head, and then uh, she was abducted, and she was pregnant at the time. So now oh. you're thinking, oh, did the director really lose her? Right, oh, or did he on? dump So her. she had this kid, John, right? So uh, they're like, oh, okay, whatever. And then uh, the next chapter what is- What are the odds, huh? Yeah. Is uh, Bernard talking to this kid, John. Uh-huh. And John just spins a real sad yarn, my friend. Yeah. About how his life is bad. Um, He's like, oh, yeah, my mom, uh, she's just, like having sex with all the guys here. Mm-hmm. Because like that's what they did. Uh, that's what she did in that brave new world. Right. But here the guys are like, eh, they're treating her kind of like. Oh, she, yeah. they're passing the her town around. Bike. Yeah, they're they're abusing her. They're they're like it's a really it's a, it's a tough chapter to read. Yeah. And then also the wives of all the people, of all the guys that she's uh she's having sex with. Uh-huh. They she's ostracized by them. They oh, beat yeah, the shit they out can't of her be too. Happy about it. Yeah, and uh like they're like we hate it here. We like <laughs> the, the the one lady's like I remember the brave new world that I used to be a part of. Yeah. I wasn't getting abused all the time and uh and uh and How come she couldn't go back? You can't get out of there. There's no way out of this this place. The, what about the pilots? Flying down not, a pilot. They're not going to take somebody from there. She was left there for a reason, Tom. Oh. Uh and so uh, this kid, John, he learned to read, which none, nobody could do there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he taught himself to uh, to read Shakespeare. Somebody left him a Shakespeare book of all his plays, right? right. And uh, he said, he was the one who said Brave New World, and it's a line from some Shakespeare play or uh. something. Uh, and uh, John is like, man, I mean, uh, Bernard's like, man, you're like me. You like to feel feelings. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, you know, I might have a way. Why don't we get out of here and go back to the brave new world? I can take you with me. Yeah. And the kid's like, yeah, bring me and my mom with you. And he's like, all mm. right, I think I might have a plan. Yeah. End of chapter eight. Oh, no. You think he's going to ditch uh, the woman he brought with him? Lenina? Yeah. I don't know. Because he likes Lenina, right? He. Uh, I mean, he doesn't. He, what he wants. Mm-hmm. Tom, I don't know if you've picked up on this. He wants to feel feelings. Right. He wants to fall in love. He wants to have meaningful relationships. He doesn't want everything efficient and numbed by drugs and forced happiness. Yeah. And, oh, everything's perfect all the time and everybody feels great and feels perfect. You know what? You can't have in the highs without the lows, right? If everything's just on... Uh, one setting all the time. Yeah, there's there's nothing. There's nowhere to go, right? Yeah. What what good is is good times if you can't appreciate them as good times? I feel like somebody should uh, teach Bernard a lesson. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody should beat just the- like <laughs> shut up and enjoy the orgy. Yeah, just I like think that's why beat they, the they, hell out of them. I think that's why they they put the uh the unibrow lady in there so like it could be like look i know you guys are all thinking especially they make high school boys read this like i know you guys are all thinking (laughs) that like everybody looks uh great and everybody's just having sex and having like these wild orgies all the time 
But guess what? There's some gross people there too. This <laughs> unibrow lady. Sometimes yeah. you have to have, uh, perform a sexual ritual with some some lady that you don't find attractive. Wait, what lesson does that teach teenage boys? Because I think climbing? otherwise, the Brave New World sounds fucking great. <laughs> oh yeah. To a teenage boy, it's like you do drugs and have sex all the time, and everybody's happy all the and time. There is no consequences. Yeah, uh, and you're telling me this is like dystopian. Yeah. So I think they had to put some things in to be like, oh, sometimes it's ugly people <laughs> or people that you find personally unattractive. Yeah, but even still, I'd be like, right, but but then you're going to force feed me the, the happy pills, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, then uh, who gives a shit? Um, but sometimes you just want to look at the water during a storm. Like, you can like... look at the water during the storm after you get laid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who told me can't look at the water? You can feel feelings. Lenina. Yeah, well. Look. And then, like, uh, that kind of stuff got back to the director. He's like, I'm going to send you out of society, man. You're going to. Yeah. Bernard seems like the kind of guy, too, that, like, when he's doing these sex things, he's not uh, seeing to his partner's needs. You know? You know what I mean? Read between the lines. You get it? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that with you. <laughs> I'm just saying he seems like he's not even thinking about that kind of stuff. So, you know, I just think probably like Bernard's partners aren't too enthusiastic about boning him either. Yeah. You know, I pretended that I read this over the summer when I was like 13. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's heterosexual in this world, too. They get into any of that. I think it's kind of uh, forced upon you. I think they... Uh, You're in, forced to be heterosexual. Yeah, and yeah. I think between like the uh, the subliminal messages, they kind of rewire everybody's yeah. brains, which I like know the, the camps. Yeah, and I think they keep them drugged enough that it's just kind of like this is the way it is, and right. like uh, you have to con- look. If there's one thing you know about the society, you have to conform, right. even if you're not feeling it. Yeah. Well, and I can see that uh, appealing to teenage boys that aren't into, uh, you know, when when you're a teenage boy and you're hearing all the locker room gossip, you're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. Scary. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Uh, how do you how how are you finding this book so far, Tom? I I liked it until they started saying "savage" every five words, referring to Native Americans. Yeah, but do you think that that uh, similarly to the last book we were talking about, uh, where it's like, oh, I don't know if this like if it's the author is anti-Semitic or the author is trying to demonstrate that the character is anti-Semitic and that's a bad trait in them. That this, where it's like, oh, all these people are calling Native American savages, where they're the real people. Yeah, that's true. I, and and they're drawing parallels. But also, uh, it's like, man, uh, so the Native Americans do not come off great in their actions either. Well, yeah, I guess if it's also like, <laughs> they're yeah, like and the abusing wo- this woman. And right, like, yeah. yeah, and all cheating on their, their wives and yeah, treating her like shit. Look, nobody's looking great. Least of all, Al Hux. Yeah. Allie Hux. The only people looking great so far in this are uh, Nitro and Ice. Yeah, the Gladiators. They still have a perfect record. Yeah. (laughs) In the uh, obstacle golf. I want to know more about this goddamn cologne faucet, though. (laughs) Had they mentioned other faucets? Does he have other faucets? No. 
Not even a water one? They haven't mentioned it. Oh, so maybe he's doing everything in Cologne. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more about this Brave New World. I am, too. I hope they get away from uh, the reservation because it makes me very uncomfortable. Like, get back to... Yeah, you're uncomfortable around Native Americans. We get it. Now, this kind of portrayal (laughs) of them, certainly. Turn that around on me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, everybody. If you have thoughts about this book, leave them in the comments. Tom... Tom wanted me to tell you if you have comments about this book, shove them up your ass. <laughs> but I, I, I think you should leave them in the comments instead. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let us know uh, your theories. <laughs> well, not theories. Some be- your fan theories. Uh, let us know if you want us to do the recaps in the beginning. <laughs> it's two sentences. All right. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's let's limit it. I know we we've always limited it. No, I would put you, you through just the ringer. Like, you don't like being put on the spot in any and capacity. No, of course not. Yeah. Unless it's to sing. Two, oh, three, four. Oh, uh, Uptown oh, Girl. Oh, 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 Uptown Girl. She's been, been living, living in a white bread world. world. Now, here's the thing. Billy Joel grew up in fucking Long Island. Oh, oh that uptown girl was living. Levittown, he grew up in Levittown. Literally, they didn't let black people buy houses there. But it's the uptown girl that's living in her white bread world. Yeah, but the uptown girl was Christy Brinkley, man. That's a real uptown girl. Yeah, but... She was the, living on the Upper East or Upper West Side, presumably, of Manhattan. That's a, a world away from Levittown. Yeah, but white bread. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, come on, B- BJ. Uh, Give it the program. Get with the program, William. That's what I call when I get angry. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Goodbye. Bye. So long. Why are you doing this? I'm not doing that. That's all the other people here. It's a brave new world, my friend. Oh, that's it.